Welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine's on point. Your hosts are Belle, Kat and Mel. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome. Welcome. Sorry, I'm going to apologise in advance. I have recently gotten a head cold and I sound like absolute shit right now, so bear with me. Not a problem, we can do that. Yeah, always. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that yesterday I felt so bad because I get hay fever, but I don't get hay fever like a normal person. Apparently mine's like cranked up to 100 and I just continuously can't stop sneezing. My eyes are itchy and I was working yesterday too and I just felt so awful and then at lunchtime i was like that's it i need to go get some telfast like this is not working for me whatsoever oh, how was your week mel oh my week well um my week was interesting actually very random and a little bit personal but you know i don't mind sharing so a little over six months ago i actually um stopped the stopped taking the pill because i'd been taking it for 20 years and I was like, no, I need to give my body a rest. I'm not a hundred percent, you know, something just didn't seem right. So I, I stopped the pill and when I stopped it, I hadn't actually, I, I got my, my monthlies um, every 28 days. So extremely regular, but it was never like a normal period. So what I had noticed on last Wednesday mor- morning at four o'clock in the morning, I got my period and it was an extremely regular period for me. So I've kind of put it down to a couple of things. The fact that um, as of today, 39 days without a drink. So congratulations to me. And I will just have to say this. If I was in AA, I would have gotten a little badge by now. Okay, but I hadn't. Maybe we can create one for you. Yeah, I was thinking that was definitely a hint for us to get her a badge when you come down and maybe, like, give her a little sticker of good job. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to throw it out there. But um, it's something I really had noticed. Like I've increased my fitness. Um, I've stopped the drinking. I've um, really changed the way my diet was. So this week I really noticed a good, healthy period. And I don't know that's such a weird thing to say, but I was starting to get... <clears throat> a little concern about not having a, a a proper period one that actually flowed normal and so i was yeah it sounds really crazy to be excited about but i was very happy about that oh it's just the small things in life to be honest by the sounds of it it's just those small little victories that you get every once in a while i would have to say though i don't know about yourselves but if, whether you're on the pill or not um I notice every time I get my period, I'm still like high-fiving myself that I'm not pregnant. And I swear <laughs> I've been doing that since I've got my period. Like, <laughs> oh, that's I hilarious. Think it, like, like when you first ever get your period, you're like, oh my God, this is so exciting. I have it. Like, yay. And then as you like progressively just like 
be like you're a year or two into it and you're like oh this is hell like i have to have this to what like i'm 50 till i hit menopause it is 50 yeah it's like what is this and then you get a little bit older and you start like getting into like yeah you're having sex and then you get it and you're like oh thank gosh this bitch came this month yeah oh that's a breath of relief Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. absolutely I think uh, I'm pretty lucky I don't have to worry about that these days because when I had my daughter, I got my tubes tied. But in saying that, I have been getting some blood tests and some ultrasounds done because my period has been irregular. It's been lasting for a couple of weeks instead of the normal five to seven days. So, and I'm not on any contraception at all. So it's just um, a matter of either getting a hysterectomy or trying to go into the pill to get rid of it. You know what? I don't actually think the pill regulates anything. Oh, the pill regulated it for me. Oh, for me it did not. Like I had, I had the bar, and I was, I had my period for three straight months. There's a difference between the bar and the pill. But then they were like, "Oh, let us put you on the pill to regulate it." Why you have the bar. So I was taking two contraceptions just to regulate my period. That's double protection. Yeah, and then I ended up turning around and I was like, take this thing out my arm. And he was like, no, no, we'll just wait. I was like, take it out of my arm. I'm mm-hmm. sick of this three-month-long period. Just take it out. Yeah, they're pretty, I don't know. I've had the depot shot and it's, I didn't get anything. And then I've had the marina and I actually end up getting a lot of thrush from it. It would so, be constant thrush. Not to be, I'm going I'm to sound naive, but you had the white shot first? The Depo-Bavira, it's a shot that you get every 10 to 12 weeks. It gets shot into either your butt cheek or your arm, and um, it basically stops you from falling pregnant pretty much. Stops you from ovulating? Yeah, I'm not ovulating. You still, like, you still get, like, your system cleaned out. You just don't bleed. Okay, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I didn't mind that one, but uh, when you're kids yeah it takes a while to get it out of your system yeah yeah okay oh that's interesting i never knew about that one yeah see there's so many out there like a lot of the pills you're only that are like a lot of them aren't long term so you're not supposed to be on them long term and a lot of doctors like a lot of oh i don't want to sound sexist but a lot of male doctors don't tell you that they just tell you, oh, these are all the different brands. They don't tell you that some are long-term, some are short-term, and they don't really give you all the side effects before going in. They're just like, oh, yeah, take it. The thing is with the side effects for the pills, there there's some pros and there's some cons, <clears throat> and it just really depends on the, the risk you want to take. So, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, there are... You do need to do regular checkups and whatnot. But the reason why I stopped the pill myself is I was getting irregular periods throughout. And and I started freaking out and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going into perimenopause. Oh, my Lord. Like, <laughs> I go to my doctor and I'm like, there's something wrong. And she's like, just calm your farm. <laughs> she's like, just calm your farm. You are not in perimenopause. You've got many years to go. So we're like, she goes, well, we're just going to do some extra checks. And I'm like, okay. So for all of us who don't know, what's perimenopause? Oh, yes. So this is this is 
is really interesting. Um, so I only really found out about perimenopause myself probably a little, about 12 months ago. So perimenopause is um, the step before before you go into menopause so um so perimenopause can last for several years um like menopause itself and um you can get a period off and on you can get mood swings there's like 230 odd um symptoms that you can actually get from like during this perimenopause stage and uh, you can still there's even been you can still get pregnant so for to to know that you're in menopause it actually means that you haven't had your period for two years Oh, so and um, so us women, we go through some shitty stuff. Like, we our hormones change when we're about eight or nine. We get our periods around um, 11, 12, 13, roughly around there. This is average woman, and th- then we have that every month. We get it. So lucky us. And then um, and then we go to a we get to get pregnant if if we are fortunate enough or if we want to. And then after that, then we get to have perimenopause, and then we get to menopause. I mean, seriously. The sky's the limit for us. Ah. Which is I know, right? Which is why I say I think men should also take the extra step and be responsible for contraception as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or you or you just do what I do and just get it all done while they're in there getting your child out. Yeah. For those of us who haven't had children. Men should provide condom. Yeah, men should. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I think it, it's a twofold thing here. Women should protect themselves, and I think men need to protect themselves as well. And unfortunately, like all the contraceptions that women take, it's not. It doesn't help with like STIs, STDs, or any of those things. Which is why you should use a condom if you're having sex regularly with different people. Absolutely, that's correct. 100%. I agree with that. And- and there's also a new male contraception coming out. Yes. They just did some, like, massive tests down south and, like, had thousands upon thousands of volunteers that they actually had to cut it off because they had too many volunteers to do, like, trial this sort of contraception for males. What is it? It's probably the only the only time researchers have probably had to cut something off to be like, oh, no, we've got enough volunteers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the contraception for the males? Are they ingesting it? Yeah, I think it's like a pill as well, Um, but it lasts, I think it's meant to last a bit longer. I haven't really fully looked into it, so I don't 100% know, but I just know they did have to cut off the trials because there was too many people going, yes, I'll take it. I wonder. So they should. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder how they test this stuff, though, because the contraception is... It would be they would test it all from the sperm from the sperm yeah so they would it would be probably something that still allows them to swim swim but not be fertile oh okay Mm. i think i I think that's the right wording i mean look look at me being all intelligent Uh, we'll just (laughs) we'll just go with that yeah (laughs) (laughs) so on to on to um your week, Kat, what was your week like? You mentioned you had some tests, blood tests. Yeah, so be- 
just because of the period lasting longer than normal, um, I went for ultrasounds and tests and everything came back all good. Um, I do have like a bit of blood clotting around my cesarean scar, which they said is like, it's not something you can stop or change or anything. Like it just happens. Um, but yeah, I've been now referred to a gynecologist, which I should hopefully get, um, a phone call about to see if I can get, um, either a hysterectomy or something like that, just to help stop it. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty serious. That's, you know, a hysterectomy yeah. at your age, like your early 30s. That- well, I've got my tubes tied, so it's not like I'm going for any more kids at this point. Yeah, but it's not just about the kids um, getting a hysterectomy. It's the the effect that can have on your body and just, you know, emotionally as well. Like, um, yeah, there, there's a lot yeah. of... Yeah, there are... There are different hysterectomies, like different procedures of doing it, and one w- could create early menopause. But obviously, when I, sp- I speak to the gynecologist, I'll run through all these facts and what's the best way of going about it and what procedures I can follow through with just to help me stop doing what it's are doing. Are you scared? Are you scared that that's one of your options to have a hysterectomy? Nope. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all good if they if they say that's the best way then cool let's get get it out yeah yeah no i understand about you bell what was your week like oh look i'm i have to be 100 percent honest here my week has been uneventful besides starting a little book club at work and reading books that's pretty much all i've done that's exciting starting a book club at work like yeah. what's your first book um, so we're not actually each reading a book. We've kind of like we're sharing our books around. So oh. um, Verity by Colleen Hoover, we've been sharing around. And we've just been suggesting books for each of us to read. Um, and it's really cute. It's very wholesome. And I love that my love for books has now flowed into my workplace. Yeah. It just makes me feel so good. And it's funny because we were all talking and they were like, oh, Bella, you're the easiest person to buy for for birthdays because we each chip in to buy someone a birthday present each time it's like their birthday. And they're like, oh, book voucher and coffee clubs. And I was like, oh, yeah, and don't forget tea. I got to have my tea. <laughs> so it, I got to say I'm very lucky. That's definitely an easy yeah. birthday. <laughs> Actually, one of the girls at work the other day, they were like, oh, you should just, like, I reckon the perfect birthday present for you would be for people to bring you, like, book vouchers and you just get to go on a book spree or someone gives you, like, their debit card and you just go and buy all the books that you want. I was like, oh, that would be perfect, if only. <laughs> Depends on how much of a yeah, limit they I give mean, you. Yeah, I like, <laughs> that, those black cards, no spending limit. <laughs> That yeah. would be all right. I so want one of those too. <laughs> Only for books though. Like I'm obsessed. <laughs> I want them for shoes. I want them for handbags. <laughs> I want them for clothes. I want these, one of these unlimited cards. Yeah. Oh, if only I'd have one for my Sahara Land Cruiser. <laughs> that would be yeah. nice. Yeah. You would need an unlimited card for the Sahara. Oh, definitely. Especially for the fuel these days. Yes. Yes. 
Oh my god, the fuel is so expensive these days. It's driving oh. me insane. Well, I filled up today, and um, I'm a bit of a cheapskate. I'll just put in like fifty dollars because I'm like that will get me where I need to go. But it turns out I've actually got to go to Warwick tomorrow for work, and I'm like, and I put the fifty dollars in, and then I kind of hooked it up. And I'm like, oh, shit, no, I actually need to fill it right up. So, oh, well, that will be my job tomorrow morning. At least you can get coffee while you're at it. I will be getting coffee. I'm yeah. going to need it at 6 o'clock in the morning. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, Kat, what, what hot gossip caught your eye this week? Uh, the Alec Baldwin case. So uh, while he was on set of filming, um, one of the stunt guns that he had uh, shot off and hit one of the staff there, and now he's just being charged for involuntary manslaughter. That has kind of caught my eye a little bit, and I can't. I feel bad for him because I mean. It's not exactly like you're pulling out a stunt gun and expecting it to actually have a real bullet in it. And now he's just got the whole image of killing someone, like actually killing someone in front of him. And he's never going to have that gotten rid of. And now he's also been charged for it. So that's also going to be on his record, which isn't going to be great. And he's going to have to live with that. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is pretty sad, not only for the woman that lost her life, but... The fact that his career probably now is over. No, his career Not isn't yet. over. Obviously, they they need to increase their safety on, on their sets of um, their movie and their TV shows. Yeah. This is not the first time it's happened. And, um, yes, it was, you know, a bit of a... Um, dare I say an incident and mishap in the workplace but this is quite a serious um you know workplace incident and with um you know Alec Baldwin was actually in charge of that workplace yeah he was in charge of that site so yes it's a bit shit that you know he was the one that pulled the trigger and he didn't know it had live bullets in it but it's also his job to have Insured. Yeah, he had the responsibility yeah. to check everything. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I actually feel sorry for uh, the, the family, her, yeah. like the, the woman's family and, and her children. Oh, like, yeah. They're the ones I feel sorry Definitely. for because I feel workplace in- incidences a lot of the time can be majority and nearly every single one of them, they're preventable. So, and... You know, I had a workplace incident on one of my sites this week and and I'm like, it, it's purely preventable. People need to just double check. They need to follow instructions. Um, you know, it's them doing their due diligence um, while they're in the workplace. So I, you know, it happens in Australia here. Somebody gets um, killed in the workplace, the employer will get fined or go to jail or, yeah, so it's... A hundred percent. It's his responsibility. So, yeah, I, I do kind of feel a little bit sorry for him, but he should have double-checked. He should have triple-checked. That was his role. Yeah. That was his, his part in that. I a hundred percent agree with that. I would be curious to see the difference between the actual, like, the stunt guns that they use and, like, the pretend bullets and everything that they use to an actual real one to see if you can tell the difference between, like, the weight, um, the how they shoot and everything like that. Because, obviously, when you shoot a real gun, some of them have a bit of backfire. You've got a bit of weight to it as well. 
Um, does the actual stunt gun have the same thing? Like, would even though he checked, would he have been able to see, realize that? See, because for he me, actually been around guns. He should have. He lot. was the one shooting the gun. He should have loaded the bullets, the correct bullets. For me, I think when you look at it, I'm like, it's- and, and it is. So, sorry, Belle, but the um, the pretend gun, it looks identical to a real gun it works identical to a um to a a real gun um but all i'm saying is he should have he should have unloaded and and reloaded it himself to have checked so i'm guessing the bullets would have been an indication of if they were real or or fake they'd have particular yeah but you're shooting the gun you're in charge. You're in charge of that site. You're in charge of that. You should have. He should have double checked, and 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 that would be why he's going for manslaughter. That's why would they courts would have said involuntary manslaughter. They would have put it back on him and said he was the one that was in charge of that site. He was the one holding that gun. He was the one that should have checked those bullets. And it's all good and well to sit there and say, oh yeah, oh, but we got little Tommy down the road doing it. But no, you're firing it. Yeah, they did find him responsible for the situation. What um, were you going to say before, I Belle? was just going to say, um, are we sure that it's a pretend gun? Are we sure it's not just a real gun with blanks in it? You could use a gun and it could just have blanks in it. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the blanks look like bullets. There would be markings on Oh, on, for on sure. A hundred percent there would be markings that's what on I'm the saying. bullets. You should have checked the bullets. Yeah. But I think it it is a very unfortunate accident. Oh yeah, absolutely. For sure. But when it comes down to it, the courts found him responsible. And he will go away for three years or however long the courts decide. And he's been charged with involuntary manslaughter and a woman has lost her life and a family has lost a daughter, a wife and a sister. I actually wonder if he will go away, if he will be locked up for it. I haven't actually read much of the case, like as in the verdict, um, but I do wonder if he would actually be locked away. There was talk about it. Mm. When I read an article about it, there was talk about it. What about when you did your research on it, Kat? Be, um, I hadn't gone that far into it, but it would be interesting to see uh, how the verdict plays out, whether, like, what sort of other consequences for all of it, whether he does spend a bit of time in jail or does he do, like, a bit of probation or something or house arrest or whatever it is, is that they come in- up with. influential, isn't they- he? He's been in quite a few movies, and he's meant and he's meant to be a good producer. Yeah, him and his brothers have yeah. been in quite a few movies. So stay tuned, people, because we will keep you updated on the verdict. Yeah, actually, we should probably double check that there hasn't been one out. So what is on our next What caught my eye, and that is authentic happiness. What is authentic happiness? Okay, it's actually, it's happiness, and it's being genuinely happy within yourself. So, and finding out where true happiness actually comes from. So, so many people um, look at, um, they look at and they think that happiness is... um, 
is it, something that they can get from a relationship something that they can um you know that they can fix by having a child or they could buy or you know they could get a bigger paycheck but that's not actually the case like true authentic happy happiness comes from stopping yourself from being in dangerous unhealthy situations whether that's you increasing your fitness whether that's um you actually getting out of a toxic workplace or you being in a toxic relationship and, and stepping out of that you know it, it's working on correcting correcting problems um within your past um it's looking at things that actually make you happy and doing things that make you happy and um and understanding the difference between what is fake happiness and what is authentic happiness so it's a fake happiness it's the things like um and i you know you're feeling a little bit down and a little bit depressed so oh i'm gonna go buy a handbag and you know that's gonna make me feel better that's only gonna make you feel better for a small amount of time while you know real true authentic happiness comes from within and accepting ourselves from who we are that's something that caught my eye this week purely because i think so many people look look at happiness in other people or look at happiness of what something somebody can give them or what their workplace can give them and instead of actually really looking at what you want and who you are and accepting you are as a person so that's what caught my eye this week so would you say authentic happiness also comes from surrounding yourself with people that accept you who love you and you're just in a safe environment do you reckon that's also a part of authentic happiness as well absolutely yeah for sure because you want to you want to surround yourself with people that are that are positive for you that you know that cherish you that support you that you know they're happy to pull you up when you know you're, you're being a shit but also th yeah. <laughs> they're there to to love you unconditionally and you know what to back you up in any situation but then behind closed doors goes what the fuck were you thinking yeah like, that to me is yeah, that's a hundred percent me with like most of my friends, especially with my partner. I'm like, I will back you up a hundred percent of the way, but as soon as that door shuts, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? What did you do? <laughs> like, how did we get into this situation? Like, I will back you up. I will give you anything that you need, but behind closed door, I'm like, bro, you fucked up big time. I think it, that also might go for him. Like that time that you decided to pick a fight at the at the club. Oh, look, I know, I, I know my man has my back no matter what. I know also behind closed door, he'd be like, you need to rein that shit in because I'm not going to be there 100% of the time. Okay, so I don't like it when people are rude to bartenders. They're just, and servers in general. Like, don't be rude to people that are only doing their job. Don't be rude. And if you're not rude, then I don't have to step in. Don't be rude. Jeez. Where were you when I was working in hospitality? Man, the fucking shit that I've had to deal with. You would have just loved it. You would have been sitting there backing my ass up every step of the way and I would have just been going, 
See, it's just see, common see. courtesy. Do not be rude to the people that make your food, serve it to you, make your drinks. Pour your wine. Exactly. This is how you get your food spat in and like it messed with. Just like be you. kind and then you will not. Or then you've got Mel's point of thing of clicking her I, fingers. But I do it with <laughs> so much love and so much <laughs> And you know what? And they, they honestly and they generally know I'm not being a rude bitch. Cow. They, they, they actually are like, oh my god, she's she's a little crazy, she's a little bit nanny, but I know when I go to that table, they're all gonna love me. Yeah, and, and that I mean is the thing normally is, what happens most of the time when she gets into like her clicky happy phase, she's like normally like the second third glass down and she's like let's go i'm in party mode oh yeah feed me more i'm like bitches and they know they're like oh my god i'm gonna go over to that table because a she's really loud and she's just called me from the other side of the room she hasn't realized her volume (laughs) and that actually but everybody is laughing like and when people come to my table uh, nobody is rude, and if they are, we're on. I'm I'm all over them like fat kid on cake. I'm yeah. Like, Who do you think you are? This is my sofa. Do not be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I think it's very much like it's been the way like we were grown up. Don't be rude to people that feed you, that serve you, and that is they're why they're just doing their job. We are always nice. To Darren. Well, well, at least you're not the one cooking. Mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) The Keeney Fritters. (laughs) That one time. Yeah, one time in Bandcamp. Yeah, it sticks with you. And did we die? Did we die? (laughs) Did you sit there and force yourself to eat it because you're like, this is good. Okay. Amazing. I'm made of my own hands. (laughs) And then Dad goes, "Um, did you put any seasoning in it? Mel goes, Oh, no, I was just following the recipe. It was a four-ingredients recipe. I'm, I was trying to go really plant-based, really plain, really back to basics. Like, I feel Let like- me just remind you, <laughs> none of us can live without meat. Like, I could not become a vegetarian <laughs> or a vegan. I need that red meat, that chicken, that fish in my diet. And here she came in with Zeke. These zucchini. Seriously, Kat, you should have tasted them. It was like eating flour. They were pretty bland. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'd happily take a a rare steak (laughs) over those zucchini fritters any day. I'm just trying to be healthy, okay? I was like, come on, family, we can do this. Because we... my poor family we tried crazy stuff so we've even tried the vegan where um we watched some tv show and we went and we went vegan so <laughs> that la- oh, that lasted about three months because How long did then that i last? really looked at what we were buying vegan and i'm like no no it's too it's got too many preservatives in it it's got too much of this too much of that i don't know what it is we're not buying it anymore we are stopping we're going back to the way we are, which we are, in general, we are very clean eaters. Oh, 100%. I always eat my veggies before I eat anything else. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do the same thing, and I've always done that as a kid. I ate my veggies before, like, eating the meat. That could be the reason of mum always used to burn oh. the fuck oh. out of all the meat that she cooked. Yeah. But... <laughs> 
but I still sort of ate it. Yeah. Unless it was a roast chook. Roast chook was always must good. Be able to cook a roast chook. <laughs> that is that is that must be the thing. So it's um it's interesting. Like so this place one day and um she she's lovely and she's an amazing cook. But the poor woman, she can't cook steak. And um she's like Darren and I are like no, 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 no. She can't cook steak because she likes it like leather. Oh. That's why she can't cook steak because yeah. she likes chewing on she leather. She likes it dead, 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 dead. That yes. is a waste of steak. That's, that's a waste of steak. And Darren dead, 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 dead. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do that, Darren. Like, I need, I need juice. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need to, to see, like, like, a little bit of pink, sometimes yeah. borderlining, a little bit red, but I need, I need the juices flowing from it. I don't need it dead, 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 dead. dead like, dead, chewing dead. on leather. Yeah. Like, see, no. some people just have their niche of what they can cook, <laughs> and some people should just not cook things that they're not good at. Absolutely. Save it for the people that are really good at cooking. Oh, yeah, or just not cook at all. Or yeah. Just not <laughs> cook at all. Save us all the taste. We, we like our taste buds. We need them. <laughs> Look, I... Mum, you can do a really good. Yeah. Um, you can bake. You're really good at baking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I like to eat sweets. Yeah, and you're really good at cooking pork and quiche and tuna bake. Tuna bake, yep. Chicken. Yeah, yeah. See, you have your areas of expertise. But really my favourite's dessert. Yeah, your favourite. I love baking and I love desserts because the truth is that's what I like to eat. Yeah. What about you, Kat? What what has to be your, like, go-to... You'll always cook this type of category. Cuisine. Oh, cuisine. cuisine. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit of mixture. Like I can, if you give me some fresh fish, uh, like fillets, I can cook it up quite nicely. Uh, do a mean potato bake. Mm. Uh, good at steak. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way that you like it too, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can cook a bit of chicken karagi and uh, chicken katsudon. Rob, yeah, uh, we had the karagi at your the house, katsudon didn't and we? Karagi. They, they yeah. always go back. That was really, really nice. Yeah, you had karagi at my house. Yeah. Well, it's, I know I'm usually if I have a recipe, I'll sort of try it out the first time and then twerk it to the way that I like it. Um, don't mind doing a chicken and oh, corn yeah. laksa as mm. well. Do that pretty good. So, I've, got, I've got a few. I've got a few up my sleeve. Um, can cook some banana muffins. Not so bad at that. Oh, I'm but so sweet's glad. Sweets not really my go-to thing. So. I'm so glad I'm not yeah, the only person like who the cannot savory cook sweets. I, I was much younger, but I fucked up box brownies. Do not ask me how I did it. But I did it because you didn't add the egg. I did add the egg. All I'm saying, did, did I followed the, the ingredients. Did you add the milk? No, yo, she didn't. She didn't add the egg. Look, I don't even remember what I did. All I know is baking is not for me. I prefer just to cook like French toast, rissoles, like all your savory steak. Spaghetti bolognese. Look, I can cook like my life depends on it. Do not ask me to bake because I'm I'm dying. Don't ask me to bake. I, I die. I, I, w- I would die if I if my life depended on me baking. I would die because I just can't do it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> un, un, 
on that note, <laughs> I feel I feel we have given you so much love today um, in this episode. So we will um, we will we will finish this episode off. Alrighty. So thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram and send us an email to chatsoverwine1 at gmail.com. We are looking forward to your questions and thoughts. If you would like more information on these episodes, please look at the show notes and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Until next time, we're going to love you and leave you, Mel, Cat and Belle.